All things enjoy ecstatic union with nature. Life without ecstasy is not true life and not worth living. Without ecstasy, the soul becomes shriveled and perverted, the mind becomes corrupt, and the body suffers pain. Ecstatic union with nature is necessary for normal health, it is necessary for survival, and to think that plants are mere dumb creatures that do not know ecstasy is ignorance or tragic, arrogant folly. Elliot Cowan, Plant Spirit Medicine Welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. In this episode, I'd like to make an addendum to the last episode of the podcast, Your Wild and Precious Life, in particular the part about plant medicine and drugs. This is especially timely as the New York State Senate, Assembly, and the Governor's Office are negotiating the legalization of marijuana as I record this. This is happening right now. In the last episode, I said that all drugs are not equal. Well, let me just play the clip. So let's talk about drugs just for a second. Not all drugs are equal. Alcohol, for example, it's natural, but it doesn't take you up and out. It takes you down and under. And that may be okay for some people, but it's not getting you along the path. What we're talking about here is the path, the path to becoming your highest self. So there are many ways to get there. Now let me explain what I mean by drugs and plant medicine. If we're talking about ways to connect to our highest self, consciousness-altering tools can be used recreationally or as tools of self-discovery. When they are used recreationally, they are typically used to take pressure off or even avoid or numb our lives. Let's look at an easy crossover. Alcohol. Alcohol is a depressant. We know it as a social lubricant, right? A way to drop or depress our inhibitions and connect more deeply to those around us. It sounds like a great idea. But of course, there are pitfalls with that method, as anyone who's had a nasty hangover knows. But that same drug can also be used as sacred medicine to elevate us. Mongolian shamans, for example, use vodka in their rituals, both to cleanse the shamanic tools, but also to drink during the ceremonies in order to honor the spirits of nature. Other earth medicines like cannabis or psilocybin or peyote or ayahuasca or San Pedro, these have been used in rituals for centuries to incite ego death and connect us to the great continuum. But they can also be used as an escape from the deeper self-work we need to do in order to become our highest selves. So it must be very clear here that I'm not advocating, nor am I condemning whatever process one needs in order to access higher states of consciousness, or at the very least, altered states of consciousness, toward connecting deeply to the cosmic continuum. What I am saying is that it matters how we use them, and how often and how heavily we rely on them. What matters most is that we stay aware of our choices. What matters is that we understand that no one medicine can solve our problems. 
I have clients who feel compelled to use a particular plant medicine or consult a plant medicine as though that experience is going to fix all their problems. It will not. What's needed is processing and integration. And that can happen in many ways, and we'll talk about that in a minute. It's important to note that plant or earth medicine, some, some medicines of the earth are not plants, like mushrooms, for example. These medicines are just that. They're medicine. They help us to heal. But they themselves do not always heal us. For example, in the medical world, psilocybin can eliminate a migraine, but it can't prevent it from happening again. Recent studies have shown that cannabis can reduce seizures in epileptic children by half, but that does not eliminate the epilepsy entirely. Cannabis can also reduce pain in those with arthritis, but that doesn't mean the arthritis goes away entirely. Spiritually speaking, if we are using these medicines to go deep into our psyches and mine dysfunctions and blockages, remove ego so that we can reconnect with source and remember our place within the great oneness, we may find that the earth medicines can help us do that. Elliot Cohen again says, There is only one active ingredient in plant medicines, friendship. A plant spirit heals a patient as a favor to its friend in dreaming, the doctor. So we will certainly be shown where our blocks are, and perhaps even be given the gifts of ways to adjust our lives in ordinary consciousness to deal with those blocks. But if we don't do the additional work of processing and integrating the information that we receive, we cannot expect that we will be healed. It takes awareness, intention, being open to receive the gifts the medicine gives us, and then processing and integration in order to truly heal ourselves. So what is processing and integration? Processing means that we make note of the lessons or visions or images we receive while working with the medicines. We can do this by talking about our experiences with others who have journeyed with us, as in a ceremonial setting. We can speak with a trained guide, a curandero, or a shamanic practitioner or a therapist who is familiar with the workings of the medicine. Sometimes what the medicine gives us is scary and confusing, so it's important that we do this. As Aldous Huxley said, the man who comes back through the door in the wall will never be quite the same as the man who went out. He will be wiser but less sure, happier, but less satisfied, humbler in acknowledging his ignorance, yet better equipped to understand the relationship of words to things, of systematic reasoning to the unfathomable mystery which he tries forever vainly to comprehend. We need to understand the deeper teachings, and those trained guides can help us do that. Here's what Cary Grant had to say after he processed his experiences with psychedelics in the late 1950s. I have been born again. I have been through a psychiatric experience which has completely changed me. I was horrendous. I had to face things about myself which I never admitted, which I didn't know were there. Now I know that I hurt every woman I ever loved. I was an utter fake, a self-opinionated bore, a know-all who knew very little. I found I was hiding behind all kinds of defenses, hypocrisies, and vanities. I had to get rid of them layer by layer. The moment when your conscious meets your subconscious is a hell of a wrench. With me, there came a day when I saw the light. 
Now, he would not be able to do this on his own. He needed, as he said, that psychiatric experience. He needed to be able to process what he came back with from those journeys. Otherwise, you can stay in a state of terror. So what else can we do to process? We can write in our journals. We can sketch or draw what we've seen. All these acts are offerings of gratitude. It means we took the gifts with a sense of reverence and honor. Integration means working those findings into our daily lives. Whatever our intentions were to move past trauma or understand ourselves more deeply or to remind ourselves of our interconnectedness with everything around us, we take the gifts we received on our journey and apply them to how we live from that point on. That takes practice, of course, but that's part of being on the path, is practicing those lessons. Even the act of integration is one of gratitude. We make an offering by living the gifts, by incorporating the lessons we receive. Honestly, I hope that marijuana is legalized in New York State. Across the globe, in fact, I believe that all earth medicine should be accessible to our world family. That's why it's here in the first place, and it's time for us to begin speaking with it again. And if medicines like marijuana or psilocybin are legalized, my hope is that we will use those sacred tools as they are meant to be used, toward healing, not toward checking out further from our holy lives. It's time for us to elevate, to become our highest selves. As I mentioned in the last episode, how we get there is up to us. Whatever your calling is, that's where you should go. Stay on the path. We need you to come home to your true self and to share that true self with us, your family. What's your take on earth medicine, or what we call drugs, on the ways that we use them? What experiences have you had? What gifts have you received? Email me at rachel at selftalkpodcast.com. Until then, many blessings on your path. I'm Rachel Astarte, and thank you for joining me on Self Talk. Aho.